0: Grassroots Community Network is now available to podcast. Enjoy all your favorite programming, whether you are making the commute to or from work, enjoying a jog through the mountains, or just hanging around the house. And don't forget that Grassroots offers over 4,000 shows on demand on our webpage, www.grassrootstv.org. Simply use the search tool in the upper right corner to locate your content there are many ways to connect with your community. For podcasts, visit our homepage on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. All direct links, including a direct link to subscribe to our RSS feed, can be found under the search bar on our homepage. And remember, you are Grassroots Community Network. Please consider contributing by visiting our website at www.grassrootstv.org. Or by calling us at 970 925 8000 Thank you.
1: Hi, welcome to Aspen Valley Hospitals Medicine in the Mountains. I'm Jenny Dyke, and today we are talking about some awards that the hospital has received and a program that we call Project Match. So let me introduce you to my guest today. First of all, Lori Malloy. Hi Lori. Hi
2: Jenny. And of
1: course, Lori's been on the show before. She's our um, Chief Clinical Officer, she's also our quality risk manager, and so we've talked about quality a few times on the show. So welcome back. And also is Amanda Durham. Welcome Amanda. Thank you. And Amanda is a registered nurse, and she's a team leader um, for the patient care unit, the inpatient unit at the hospital. And also we have Ray Nabel. Welcome, Ray. Thank you. And Ray is a registered nurse, and he's a team leader in the emergency department. So all of you and a whole lot of other people have been really involved in these awards that we got um, for the last year. So Lori, I want to start with you and just to ask you um, to tell us what were the awards and how did we get them?
2: Okay. Well, the three of us along with three other people from the hospital were able to go to a national conference in Phoenix, Arizona. And it was a conference on healthcare service excellence. And at the conference, we did win over 14 awards. Um, the, we won four awards in a category called Pinnacle Awards that encompassed many different things from Service Excellence Advisor Award to Exceptional Nurse, Empowering Manager. Oasis Team, so there were several categories. And actually, Ray won one of the Pinnacle Awards for being a leader and role model who encourages um, and supports others to make improvements. And Amanda was nominated for um, Exceptional Nurse. Mm -hmm. And then we had our Program Manager for Project Match was Amy Trubula-Wales, and she won a Pinnacle Award. And we have a team, for orientation and onboarding project that won an award as well and then the fourth pinnacle award we won was for hospital of choice and the pinnacle awards are kind of um, the top three people that were nominated in each of the categories received a pinnacle award so it was quite an honor and then we did achieve the summit award which is the highest award category that they gave for hospital of choice so it was really the greatest award that they gave out at this conference was a hospital of choice out of all of the there were actually seventy-five hospitals represented from twenty-five states and two countries and we won that hospital of choice award and
1: my understanding is that all of the hospitals plus others that probably didn't make it to the conference they, just like us, they were on a mission for the previous year to, to identify areas where they could make improvements, and they set up a system to try to do that and get a lot of employees involved. So um, it is a really cool thing when you have that, when, when you have so many hospitals that are all working for the same things, and we were the ones that achieved um, that top award plus all those other awards for the individuals in our organization. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty cool thing.
2: It really was. It was quite an honor. All right. Um, So some
1: of the specific accomplishments, and I I think these are called benchmark Mm -hmm. awards too, um, and those are directly related to patient care types of things. Uh, What were some of those accomplishments?
2: You're exactly right. The awards were based on quality of service, quality of work life, and achieving outcomes. And really the benchmark awards were about the service that we provide to our patients and uh, how we compare to other hospitals and our ability to exceed patient expectations. And so we won eight breakthrough awards at this conference. Um, Some examples of that are we improved our willingness to recommend score. It's a question patients are asked after they receive care in a hospital. Are you willing to recommend this hospital to other people? And that's important for loyalty and trust in the organization. It tells us quite a lot too. It it (laughs) does. And we started um, at about an 88 percent before um, in the prior year and we went up to 94 percent. It's, and it's not easy when you're in that upper level to make those improvements. So it was quite an accomplishment to achieve that growth. We also had improvement in communication with nurses' scores, in our communication with physicians, responsiveness of staff, pain management, communication about medications, um, and transitions of care. And then we actually achieved... The 97th percentile in our overall score for patient satisfaction, and that is really that exceptional. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, it really truly is. Um, and then the other award we received was a five-star certificate for of achievement because it's a um, Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services rates hospitals in their care for. People, and the five-star rating is the highest you can achieve. In fact, only about 125 hospitals in the country this year received that award, and we were one of four hospitals in Colorado that achieved that status. And again, that's exceptional, and we were just so proud of that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's important to note that, you know, as you talk about these results, this is all quantifiable data, and it's all from the patient's perspective. Mm -hmm. Because we might, am I right? We might rate ourselves really high, but if that doesn't translate into a really positive experience for the patient, then it really is kind of not meaning it's meaningless right mm-hmm. so you know when our patients are the ones that are providing that feedback right. especially
3: well, I mean, in an age of digital communication and social media word of mouth is super important I right. feel like so even though all this information is accessible to anybody online um, what people what people say about us I think is super super important for our community and um, nationally and um, just in the valley
2: yeah <clears throat> all right and, these aren't scores that we gather. It's a company that gathers them, right. and they're benchmarked against other hospitals around the country. So, all right. Again, well, very, very.
1: Prominent. I, I want to ask you, Amanda, about Project Match because I knew you've been really involved in that. What yeah. is it? What's it all about?
3: <laughs> um, Project Match is something we started uh, in 2013, um, and you know the hospital and the healthcare environment is super competitive. Um, everywhere, internationally, globally. Um, And so hospitals are having to step it up a notch. Providing good patient care and safety is not enough. You know, you have to go the next step above. So a lot of hospitals are implementing these um, hospital-wide initiatives to try to go from good to excellent. And since our scores have always been really high and they're especially high now in the 90th percentiles, um, taking it the next step is, is super important. So we started a project MATCH, which stands for Making Aspen the Choice Hospital, um, in 2013. Uh, part of that program is we nominated individuals from every department of the hospital, clinical and non-clinical, um, to be leaders in their departments. They got together, they uh, Went to the different programs and trainings. They took on the training and then they trained their coworkers. Um, they had to do presentations for a couple hours, which is very intimidating for a lot of people. I mean, we had people, we had nurses, we have housekeeping, we have, you know, central sterilization. People from all over the hospital Right, People
1: who had probably never stood up in front of a group right. and yeah. done a presentation before. It was very before. challenging yeah. <laughs>
3: for a lot of people, um, which is great, though, because it involves yeah. everybody. You it, know, it's not it got just them out people. of their comfort zone, mm-hmm. and it was wonderful
1: to watch those people grow.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's been huge steps that we've made with the MATCH program. A a big part of it is communication between departments. Um, Like I work on the patient care unit, the inpatient unit, and Ray works in the ER. Um, A huge part of MATCH for me that was really beneficial was um, it really improved the communication between individuals and between departments. Um, sometimes you know things fall through the cracks or communication is challenging when it gets busy and um, it just really empowered all of us uh, as staff members to, um, to do things that we thought would be great for the hospital. Sometimes you, know, you might have a great idea, you're not really sure what to do about it, your manager may or may not um, be interested in helping you, but Match uh, gave every employee in the hospital the empowerment to take on those projects themselves and and make the hospital greater you know and and these people you know in each department know their detailed jobs and the requirements and how to make things more efficient and so a lot of times you know administration or people coming from the top down might not know how to improve processes that we do every day so it's nice that um, this program allowed us to do that gave us the empowerment to take those projects on and and make it a better hospital. That it was happened.
4: everybody, not just clinical. That was from right. engineering, cafeteria, <laughs> mm-hmm. admiss- um, admissions, of ho- everybody in the hospital, yeah. not just nurses sure. and doctors. So. Yeah. You know what
1: I heard one of the real benefits too was that people who didn't <coughs> ordinarily work closely together yeah. really got to know people from other departments right. yeah. and they built relationships. Mm-hmm. and. You know, once you know someone, it makes it easier to work through problems with them. Yeah.
3: Especially, I know Ray and I usually work the end of the week, and I know every day when I come on and he's there, it's going to be a great day because we communicate so well. I trust him. I know he's going to call me with anything he needs, and I can call him with anything I need. You know, sometimes in a small hospital, it gets really busy in one unit and not so much in the other. So it's really important to communicate, to have great teamwork, and to be able to float and help each other. And so it's just really improved our communication and our departments because we work so well together now.
1: Now, you, you said MATCH stands for Making Aspen the Choice Hospital. Mm-hmm. It's not just the Choice Hospital for patients, right? It's the Choice Hospital for employees right. also, yeah. Yeah. which I think is a really cool thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, the empowerment part has just been great. I've been in other hospitals that have rolled out initiatives kind of similar to this one, but this is much better, and, and I really enjoy it because the empowerment part is huge. You know, giving each individual employee the um, empowerment to make changes is, yeah. is a really big deal.
4: And which right. makes it better for the patients, is what we're here for. Yeah. That's really the, the bottom line. Which is the bottom line of yeah. everything yeah. we do. When so. our employees
1: have a really good working environment where people work together well and teamwork and communication yeah. is good it it
4: shows yeah, it's yeah. Very in the end it
1: makes for better patient care and mm-hmm. that's what it's mm-hmm. all about so Ray what, what are the what are some of the goals of the project and its team members more more specifically we've been talking kind of generally
4: well it's like Amanda said we've already had always had high scores and that and it's always harder to go from like a mm-hmm. you know a 92 to a we want a hundred percent we yeah. that's what we strive for right. It's hard to get that last right. couple percentage. That's what this is about for our patients and for our community. We're a community-funded hospital, right. so that's why it's important to have a something to get us over that last couple percentage points to really make it a great, the best. Well, I think Lori feels the same way. The best hospital to go to, not just here in the country. I mean, right. it's something to shoot for, whether it's attainable or not. But that's what we're trying to do. That's the goal. That's mm-hmm. the goal. That's um, the first step. And like you were like before. It's been you mentioned it's for employees too to make it better for the employees make you feel like you make a difference there, Mm -hmm. Um, give people the power to be a positive role model to other other employees. Mm -hmm. So that's our goal. Now
1: part of this is something that's called lean. Mm -hmm. Can you explain that? It's my
4: favorite thing. (laughs) All right. Yeah. (laughs) Lean it it came from Toyota. Well, Toyota and stuff. It's trying to make processes more efficient, Mm -hmm. less waste. more, more bang for your buck or with what resources we have. And especially with our hospital, the up and down seasonal stuff, we need to have processes in place to make it the most efficient place that we possibly can have. So every, I think every department has done that from top to bottom, whether it's procuring supplies or making sure we don't outdate stuff or waste money, make it quicker, the flow, we've tracked flows through departments, how we can make it more, more as a hospital can be pleasurable to be at, make it as least stressful for patients as it yeah. can be. And that's a lot to do with lean, just looking at the processes we do to improve them in that way. So
2: Yeah. Well, I would say Ray was integral and in, in that's why he won the SEA award because And he,
1: and SEA stands for
2: service <laughs> excellence advisor. Advisor. Right. Yes. Okay. And and that means that he is a leader and role model in how he interacts with patients and in making processes safer for them, in decreasing the um, the waste that we have, that can be time that they have to wait or the the movement of the patient from the ER to the operating room or to the PCU, improving those transitions of care for the patient. And Ray worked to sort of clean up our department. It's called five S's. It has to do with straightening and sorting and organizing supplies so that whenever you go to look for that supply, you know it's in this place. Mm-hmm. and decreasing the amount of waste of supplies that you have so you just have less clutter and then he worked, uh, he was in really integral part in improving the patient experience from moving from the ER to the OR and decreasing the time that it took to do that and the interdepartmental communication.
1: And sometimes like you said Amanda, people know what to do. Somebody at an administrative level doesn't necessarily know what to do, but the the people out there doing the jobs, mm-hmm. they know, and they needed to be empowered right. to say, "I'm taking mm-hmm. this on. I'm yeah. owning it. Yeah, and I'm going to make changes." And I think that's another really good thing about this program. Yeah.
3: and like I said before, we um, you know the hospital world very competitive, and we're we're a small town, we're a small hospital, we're competing with our neighbors, you know, down valley or you know in the ro- near area, but we also compete with the the whole U.S. because right. our patients can hop on a plane and fly anywhere they want to in the world. Um, they can right. go to Mayo, they can go anywhere. So we're not just competing with, you know, our near neighbors, we're competing with everybody globally. Right. So we wanted to be the best possible hospital and we wanted people to choose to stay with us or to come here um, rather than, you know, going anywhere else.
1: Well, really, I think <laughs> the best health care is health care that's in your own community, mm-hmm. you know, where you have your support system and where you have, you know, you if you get a procedure done and then you have a complication and y- your doctor is right there for right. follow-up. If you mm-hmm. go somewhere else for care and then you have a problem, well, your your doctor is a long ways away. And um, yeah. so, I mean, I, I yeah. think we really try to be good at everything we do mm-hmm. so people will stay here mm-hmm. and get the best possible care. Mm-hmm. And if we can't do it because it's just not in right. our, we don't have the expertise to do it, then we need to be really good at getting people stabilized, evaluated, yeah. and transferred. Yeah. And you, you're probably yeah. very much involved in that, mm-hmm. Ray.
4: Yeah, we we are, we are work in an amazing place. It, <laughs> it feels like a small town. I sometimes tell patients I feel like I'm probably from the 1950s i get to know my patients know people in the community you know it's Mm -hmm. it's a special place to work and yeah i I, and i like the project this is a really good project it shows on the numbers and that and uh i think that uh we'll just keep improving with it too so
1: so tell me about oasis oasis yeah Mm -hmm. what's that
4: um this one i did look at it's um (laughs) this is do best Teams that like for, we did the surgery to ER Oasis project. That's using managers and uh, clinic, clinical people, and everyone who's involved in um, say you have a surgery schedule to make it efficient, smooth, not have any mistakes for the patient's experience. But use best pra- best practices that have been out that are studied and proven, and trying to implement them in anything mm-hmm. we do. Okay. And every day, depending what it could be, surgery to OR, surgery to ER, mm-hmm. um, billing. There's a lot of different projects projects that the um, that the executive team and manager have decided yeah. that we would apply best practice to. That's a little more structured than than just employee empowerment mm-hmm. and Mandy in- and I are saying this is a good idea because this is day to day practice. This is uh, more of a institutional. level, Mm -hmm. making best practices for our patients to eliminate inefficiencies and confusion. So
2: So one of the things we really worked hard on with the OASIS project, which stands for Operationally Advanced Service Improvement Systems one of the programs, was onboarding and orientation. Because I think the most important thing that we do is to hire the right people. Mm -hmm. That's no surprise. But at Aspen, we really try hard in the onboarding process to make sure that we get staff who are a good cultural fit for our mission, our vision and our core values and um, so we have a team that has worked to improve that hiring process and then the orientation process to Mm -hmm. make sure that we instill in them what our cultural values are and the training for service excellence and what's expected i think we often think about trying to meet people's expectations but in this program to be a match hospital and to be chosen as the hospital of choice you have to exceed patient expectations and our mission is to provide extraordinary care and that's what we really try to instill in all of the employees and the new orientees
1: well that oasis team for orientation and onboarding of course got an award um, at the conference but I just read something this morning, and I think I think it came from that OASIS committee, where the HR department gets together with new employees at intervals during the course of, I think it's their first year of employment. And there was some really good feedback from that, that relatively new employees said, this is what really went well for me as I moved out of hospital-wide orientation into orientation within my unit. And this is where you could probably make some improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, it was, it, was um, it looked like it was really good feedback for people.
2: Mm-hmm. It was excellent. And, in, and not just in this project, but in the others. It's all about continual improvement. You know, we, you try new things and then you get feedback and you can go back and continue right. to make improvements. And, and that's what we're doing with these teams and with the projects that are occurring at the department level through uh, individuals as well.
1: So Amanda, as you look back on this past couple <laughs> of years, um, what do you think are the greatest accomplishments?
3: Um, I think overall, our greatest uh, one of the greatest accomplishments is our employee engagement survey that we do every two years. Um, the last one we did, our employee engagement uh, was at an 81%. And um, our resignation diagnostics, which kind of tells you what uh, it has to do with our turnover or employee turnover uh, was at 62 percent and then after we started project match and really rolled it out in 2015 our um, scores went up to 88 and 72 percent so it's a huge improvement in just um, a couple of years year and a half really Um, so that was great that was just great overall hospital improvement um, and then there's the individual things, you know, like one of the projects I like that we out, um, that we did throughout the whole hospital is our um, service recovery boxes. So occasionally things happen, you know, yep. in the hospital, just like any other business, <laughs> where um, something is late or somebody waited a really long time, you know, for a procedure, or you know maybe what they thought was supposed to happen didn't quite happen that way. Um, it happens occasionally, right. and so. One of the things we did was we rolled out these boxes, service recovery boxes, and any employee in the hospital can use them. They have access to them, and it's a it's a way of just expressing to patients, you know, I apologize, you know, for the wait or for whatever happened. Here's something, you know, to to show you um, that we sincerely feel uh, feel bad about it, and we want to make it right. So there's different things in there, gift cards and um, thank you cards and. Uh, flowers and just all kinds of things that we can do for patients depending on Uh, one of the things we did is we had a patient who was in the hospital and he and his wife had their 50-year anniversary while he was in the hospital and so we were able to buy them flowers and we got them a cake and helped them celebrate um, on the unit you know because he couldn't leave so so that was great
1: and that happens right at the bedside. You don't have yeah. to go ask Lori, is it okay right. if we
3: do this? And, yeah.
1: oh, bummer, Lori's not here today, mm-hmm. and so I guess we can't do it. You yeah. exactly. make that decision. You make that's, that decision. That's one of the
4: best things past years. People can do things without, not that they're really punished for, but just <laughs> you have more of a feeling of freedom to fix mm-hmm. something, to, to bring something to attention, even that's small, or go out of the way for a patient. You're not... We're empowered to do that now, which is very nice. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, what I love about this program is it's not top down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really, uh, it really involves a lot of different people at all levels, like you said, Mm -hmm. and I see differences in the way people behave in Mm -hmm. our just the the sense of pride that they have and the way they interact with others. I had a really nice conversation with one of our maintenance men who's <laughs> one of our service excellence advisors this morning and um, the growth that he's had in the last year has just been amazing. So yeah. it's, a, it's wonderful to watch.
3: And the pride mm-hmm. in his job and exactly. in his organization that he works for. Yeah. Right. It makes a huge difference when you know you can speak up and, and somebody's listening. <laughs> I've worked right. in many organizations where people wanted to make a difference, they wanted to go the extra mile, but they weren't given the freedom to do that. And that's not how this is. This is great. You know, this is giving people the power and the freedom to to take it, you and know, on their own out. and take make it theirs and own it, which is, right. is great. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so what's in store for us in 2016, Lori?
2: We're con- just continuing on the same track with engaging and empowering staff. Um, a couple of fun projects we have going on. One's called hot.com, which stands mm-hmm. for honest, open, two-way communication, and we're teaching staff and physicians, all of our employees, about radical collaboration. Um, we call it the chicken video. Yeah, but in the training, it's all about
1: how the chickens interact. <laughs> it's, it's
2: about how sometimes we can hinpeck each other and right. what can we do to create stronger relationships and to be more collaborative so that we end up getting better outcomes. Because bottom line is if we're not happy and we don't work well together, the patients are going to sense that and feel it. So we want to build that sense of team, teamwork, one of our core values, and um, promote just better communication hospital-wide. And we're trying to do a better job of recognizing, acknowledging, celebrating staff and our accomplishments. I think because we have such high expectations in our organization, we sometimes take it for granted, oh, we were in the 90th percentile. And I think going to this conference we went to and receiving all of these national awards, we... We were like, wow, wait a minute. We're, we're pretty darn good. We're, we're really um, seen as a leader in healthcare in service excellence na- at the national level.
1: Because there are people out there in the 30th percentile.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and fortunately, we've never experienced that. Never. But we, yeah. we were just, our eyes were open to really the great things that we're accomplishing and the difference that we can make. Um, so... Just continue with working, uh, continual improvement on how can we make that patient experience just better and better. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, as Ray said, the clinical departments. That involves the entire organization that makes a difference from the housekeeper to the person that works in the cafeteria to our IT department. It Every department, organization-wide, makes a difference in that patient experience. And that's the message that we're we're trying to promote
3: throughout yeah. the organization. We want
4: to be a high-reliability organization that, yeah. is, that people can trust, come through, over any other choice. Yeah. So. yeah, every
3: step of the way. Because
1: it's all integrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all caregivers, right? Mm-hmm. Even if we don't touch yeah. patients, we're all caregivers at some level. Because mm-hmm. if we're not caring for patients, we're caring for somebody who does. Yeah.
2: So. One of know. our mottos of the program is, everyone like family. Yeah. I think that's important that we treat each other like family as well as treat our patients right. like we would want to be treated or have yeah. our loved one treated. And and every year we have
1: new service excellence advisors, right? New uh-huh. people that yeah. come on. And yeah. so um, it just keeps growing. Yeah. It, it's a big mushroom. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. So it just We're keeps growing. Hoping, uh, the goal is eventually everybody, everyone gets the training and everyone's on board with the uh, culture. But um, training them specifically, you know, to be an advisor and to mentor new people um, or seasonal staff, um, so we want all everybody right. on board.
1: Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being here. What yeah. incredible work you have done, and this whole team of people at mm-hmm. the hospital have done. So, thank you for that. And probably, you know, we hear all the time from patients what a great experience they have. And they may not realize that, boy, a lot goes into that. There's a lot (laughs) behind the scenes that's going on to make sure that people have a good experience above and beyond the medical care they receive. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jenny Dyke. This is Aspen Valley Hospitals Medicine in the Mountains, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.
0: This podcast was brought to you by the Grassroots Community Network. Check out more of your favorite programs, Browse our video on demand and subscribe to our social media channels at www.grassrootstv.org.